0: Love, talk Radio. Hey, girls! This is Don Scott Damon, your Freedom Coach, and you are listening to the Freedom Girls Sisterhood Podcast. I'm really glad that you've decided to stop by tonight. I have the sisterhood with me once again tonight. I have Piper Fields with me. Hey, how's everybody doing? Hey, Piper. It's good to have you back in the studio with me tonight. We had such a great time last time that we spoke. Yes. And um, I feel like God really just gave us some great things to share with the girls. This is the podcast where we help women. We are women helping women live full and free. And uh, we're we're in process, too, aren't we? Oh, yeah. We're still learning how to do that. But I believe that it's God's will for us to help women along the way. That, you know, I'm not perfect yet, but I'm, I'm striving for God's greatness in my life, and I want to keep reaching. And some things that I've learned along the way and some freedom and deliverance that I've experienced, hey, if we can help someone else, say, I've been there, and you're going to get through this, too. Come on, girl, get up, like you said last week, dust yourself off, put your shoulders back, know that you're an overcomer, amen? Yes. And we can do this thing together. So that's what we're doing tonight, we're here just to keep it real and to talk to you. You know, we've been through some stuff, life has not been all glamorous. And I know you've had uh, listened to me before with some of the other girls in the sisterhood. We've been through things. We've experienced childhood abuse and sexual abuse and domestic violence, and we've had sickness, and we've overcome things. Women have gone through infidelity and experienced abortion and all kinds of pain. But we know we sit here as a testimony to God's grace that no matter what we go through in life, God is well able to put it all together. So I want to talk to you tonight Because I believe that there may be women listening who have a dream that's still in their heart. Something that they've not done yet or something that they'd like to do. There's something about their life where you feel like, you know, you just haven't reached your fullness yet. You're not living in complete fulfillment of everything that you thought you would do. Maybe when you were a little girl you had a dream of doing something great or... For me, I, I I loved the arts. I loved being an actress. I loved crafty things. I, I'm not like a crafter, but I couldn't paint and draw like you can, Piper. You're, you're a phenomenal artist. <laughs> Thank you. But I had creativity in me, and I let that go for a long, long time. And 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 one day I said, you know what? I I don't want to give that up anymore. You know, I was in my 30s or 40s when I started. The acting again, and then, when I started becoming more creative with design and paint and color, and it wasn't art for to look at or hang on the wall, but it was art for me and um this last year, I learned how to wakeboard because I was always very afraid of the water, so I learned to get on a wakeboard two years ago. I learned how to water ski, you know and i'm I'm in my fifties, so I decided, hey, you know what it's never too late. But oftentimes, we don't do things because we it will require change, mm-hmm. and we're afraid of change. And sometimes status quo, it's a little more comfortable and it feels a little more safe, even though we're a little unfulfilled. Mm-hmm. What would you say to that? Have you ever experienced change in your life?
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... And I just want to speak to what you just said about why we kind of resist change. And just a thought came to me. is like change is synonymous with discomfort. We are just so afraid of being uncomfortable. Like, And I've heard, I might botch this, but they, they said that most of the time when people are willing to make a change is that it's more painful basically to stay the same. Mm-hmm. If I stay the same, it's actually going to be it's going to be worse for me. So then both of us are just like, I'm okay, forced I'll change. I'm
0: forced to. I have no choice. I have yeah. to change. yeah. <laughs> I'll change when I can't do anything uh, else.
1: Exactly. Rock bottom. So for me, I was working at a, 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 um, an investment firm, and I'm, I'm an artist. I've always loved art, and I went to school um, many years ago for, for art. I'm 35, so I guess it's not many, many years ago, but it was enough, a long, long enough to say I'm not going to – at that time I was 33 not going to make this huge life change and I was working at an investment firm you know dealing with quarterly reports excel sheets and mm-hmm. you know booking hotels yeah. <laughs> for the managing director yeah. and I I can't picture you being happy doing <laughs> that <laughs> <laughs> Yeah no it it and I worked with great people so it was hard because it was a great job great people and and then I added my age to to the mix into the situation sure. And so I said there's no way I can, I can do this and then I was just like there's no way, there's no even room for me to grow. Even if I wanted to just say, okay, I'll, I'll look at Excel sheets for the rest of my life and um, not crayons like I want to or paint or um, design anything. And then I realized there's nowhere for me to grow. And I said, you know what, what, what do they say, go hard or go home. Yeah. And yeah. I said, I spoke with my husband and I said, you know, I really, really feel like I need to go back to school because art is like they, we talked about last week about muscle memory. Literally, art is like a sport. You do create muscle memory because wow. of the movement of it. Your arms, your hands, your the flick of your finger and the flick of your wrist, it remembers how to draw. And remember, you have to develop it over time. And because art is so progressive, it's always current. It's Mm -hmm. something you really need to learn right. You always have to, basically, you have to be constantly educated. And I knew Mm -hmm. I couldn't go into the art world. With my old art knowledge and I knew I needed to go back to school and I wanted to get a degree. My big crazy dream is to work um, at Pixar. I'll hashtag sometimes on Facebook and social media. Pixar, my name is Piper. Because that's really what I'm going back to school for. uh, Storytelling, character design.
0: Animation I'm super excited, Absolutely. so I
1: was so I know after I tell my story, people are like I cannot like you said, I can't picture you behind a desk, just sitting there all day, you know typing up you know excel sheets and yeah. and so I just came to this moment where i need i needed to i need um to quit my job, and so of mm. course I needed to i I prayed and I fasted before I even told Andre about it, my husband, and i and I, you know, and at first he was bucking the system. He was like, "No, no, wait a minute." You know, we have three kids, we have a mortgage, we have three cars, and so we're just like, "No, wait a minute." And I said, "Look, Doctor Fields, I helped get you through, you know, all, all I moved as many times for you, and all of the times I was pregnant, we're going to do this thing." And so he supports me, and he supported me That's to go great. back to school. So mm-hmm. I made the, the crazy chain, quit my job, and now I am a student. So I'm a thirty now. I'm thirty five, and, and there was you know, eighteen year olds with pimples, and so it was a hard. <laughs> You know, it was a yes. huge change for me sure. going from working with, you know, people that, that are millionaires, multimillionaires, and and, and highly educated and in and, yeah. and this big, beautiful office building, wonderful people downtown, to literally working with, you know, broke college students or not working with, well, working alongside them. Right. And um, so I knew it was going to be a huge change, but it has been worth it.
0: That's awesome. So when you face this change, It wasn't birthed out of uh, bottom rung, hit the bottom, uh, nowhere out. But, you know, you made a decision to make a change in the midst of a lucrative job. And so while you were, some would call it the height of success for you, you said this is unfulfilling and I'm going to step out in faith and make a change. What was the emotion that I mean, fear is a part of change, right? Mm-hmm. How did you overcome the fear? Did you wait for the fear to go away, or did you just do it afraid?
1: Totally did the Joyce Meyer do it afraid thing. I totally, <laughs> I was just like, well, this is terrifying. And, and a part of it was pride, too. My husband is a professor and, and um, uh, a counselor at the community college that I'm going to. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm going in here. It was it was actually, I for some reason, I had to deal with pride. And I can easily say that now. I, I was just like... I, I did get accepted to Kendall, and but it was just, hey, $17,000 are free. I can go to school for at GRC, a GRCC yes, for ma'am. free. Yes. <laughs> so I chose free. But I was also, it was humbling. So sometimes even though we make these great changes and we step up to do these things, it still might require some humility. And it, sure. it was a lot of different things for me, and I totally did it afraid. And there's some things I'm still afraid for, like, I mean, one of my um, science credits didn't transfer, so I mean, this is one of the only classes I've had to take that didn't, that is not an art class, so I'm taking geology right now, and I am over my head. I have no idea what I'm doing. I'm just, as they say, pushing buttons, because I have no idea. I'm like, plate tectonics, what? Oh, my goodness. Lord Jesus save me. But... um. I, I, it goes along with, like, the Lord says that we need to walk with him, and I trust him, you know. And one of the things I remember hearing a rapper saying before, when in his previous life before he became a rapper, he was a drug dealer, and he didn't write anything down because it could incriminate him. So he memorized everything. So he would literally memorize all the numbers, all his clients, if you will, quote, unquote, and he would memorize all this stuff. And I, so I remember praying. I don't know why that stuck with me, but I prayed, and I sat before God, and I said, God, if a drug dealer yeah. can memorize, numbers mm-hmm. if he can memorize uh, drug clients if, clientele and who bought what and what is owed and what's not owed if he can memorize those things surely you can open my mind to memorize you know earthquakes and plate shiftments and and you know all of this stuff that I'm having to learn and relearn and math i haven't seen for 15 years you can open my mind and you can do that and Absolutely. so i'm holding on to scriptures while i'm yes. in class I am just asking God open my mind, help me to um, be a blessing to those around me, but also help me to remember this stuff. Help me mm-hmm. as I, and this is current situation. This isn't even something I'm saying. Hey, I did it. I have overcome. Right. I'm in it. I have right. class tomorrow morning at nine thirty a.m.
0: But so that's so awesome though because you did it, afraid, and it was there was a stripping of your identity, so to speak. We know that our our identity is in Christ. We know that. But we also find security in what we do and our yes. job and all of that. So you laid all of that down to, boy, this is sounding like the Lord Jesus himself. He was a king in glory already in heaven, laid all that down to come in at the bottom of the barrel, a baby. Um, you you came in as a, as a student with 18-year-olds, as you said, with pimples. I mean, <laughs> that's the way of the master. You laid everything down to enter into a place where you were humbled and positioned yourself for future greatness. You know, that's really exciting. And for what God, and to put yourself, I was going to say what God has for you, to put yourself in that environment where the the things that are inside of you, the seeds of, and the artistic and all of those things that maybe are a little bit dormant, you put yourself in an environment where they can grow and flourish and break out again and there's a part of you that had you never made this decision you would not see it come to fruition yeah you have to learn new things about art you have to stay cutting edge you have to, yeah but look at the skills also that you're learning how, how great that you are experiencing an adventure yeah and you're you're teaching yourself so many things first of all to be adaptable to be social to be quick on your feet to overcome emotions all of the things that when you put yourself in a new environment you have to learn all over again. Yes. And it strengthens you as a human being. It makes you um a very powerful and very um what's the word that I'm looking for? You're you're equipped mm-hmm. to handle life on life's terms because you haven't just lived in the fishbowl. Yeah. Um I have a friend who's in hospice, and what they do is they sit by the bedside, obviously, of people who are in the final chapters of their life. And one of the things that hospice workers have had to become very skilled in is that the dying person wants to deal with their regrets. And so hospice helps them to identify and name their regrets and the what ifs, and I should have, and I wish I would have. And they said one of the things absolutely on the top of their list is I should have gone for my dream. Mm -hmm. I wish I would have done more. I wish I would have taken more risks. I wish I wouldn't have been so afraid. I wish I wouldn't have played it straight. I wish I would have always done that one thing that I wanted to do. And you told me that you had a dream inside of you, not not like a, oh, I ate too much pizza last night, crazy dream, (laughs) but like a God dream Mm -hmm. inside of you.
1: Yeah, and it's way too big for me. I'm going to be honest. Unless God overtakes this dream, even if, which I, I have got, and um, I got a 4.0, then a 3.9, ever since I've been back at school mm-hmm. now, and uh, my last one was a 4.0 again. And even if, thank you. <laughs> and even if I get 4.0 along the way, God will still have to set me up at Pixar or Uh DreamWorks or Disney, whatever. He will still have to give me favor. This dream is way bigger, and then I will have to correspond with my family. Can Mm -hmm. Andre, you know, pick up and leave where he's at? I mean, it will still – but I'm not banking on what ifs. I'm banking on God's favor. I'm banking on God opening these doors for me, and you have to continually bank on that. And if this – Living in our dreams and stepping out, it breathes a ferocity in us mm-hmm. that is unstoppable in a way. Because really, you, you're on on—you're like a snowball. You yeah. can't really stop. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going down this hill like an avalanche. And you really, I mean, it breathes, even though it can be terrifying, you're rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. And you're going at, at, at ever-increasing speeds. However... The fact is you're moving. Yeah. You are going closer and closer yeah. towards your dream. And you are becoming fearless, even in the face of fear. Like, there is this craziness. It's like, you would call somebody who can get Air on back. a roller coaster, on a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. they're fearless. But guess what? They're still screaming their heads yeah, up right and they're scared. Right. I'm scared. I'm going to be real. Like, I am scared sure. in some ways, but then in other ways, I am so excited. And and there's an energy that comes from, from someone who... Is passionate mm-hmm. and is feeding their passion. It breeds more passion, and it makes yes. other people around you want to do whatever they do. And that's one of the things I pray over my work. That when people see my work or that they're around me, they want to do whatever they would do. I don't care if they're a truck driver. When they're when when a truck driver's in my presence, my prayer is that they want to be the best darn truck driver that they have ever been in their yeah, life. That they can right. get from California to the east coast, you know, to the west whatever. coast, the east coast. They can, yeah. they can make it happen quickly, and they it, that's just my desire. Mm-hmm. And so. You know, there's just a fearlessness that comes when we step out and
0: faith. Well, yeah, and it's contagious, too, because when you do what God's called you to do, it's like giving permission to those around you to do the same. So I know we are familiar with that quote, you know, that um, Nelson Mandela made in one of his speeches where he said, um, you know, you're playing small, doesn't